2023 is already drawing to a close. How'd the year zip by so fast? Hello and welcome to our final podcast for the 2023 year in pop music. The podcast is a joint production of the Goethe Institute and Zundfunk Bayern 2. For this December edition, we'll be recommending another five recently released albums. This time around from Nuremberg, Leipzig, Berlin and Hamburg. Some of these featured artists have been making music for a long time or are now staging a comeback after taking a long break. Let's start with some old hands, namely Buzu Bayou from Nuremberg. Tough Times is a tune by Buzo Bayou featuring Jules, a singer from Nuremberg. The Franconian duo Buzo Bayou recorded this song during the dark days of the Covid lockdown. 
It's heavily influenced by the Jamaican sound of Keith Hudson, the dark prince of bluesy reggae, who unfortunately only lived to be 38. Elements of blues, reggae, dub, folk and soul come together in Buzu Bayou's eclectic blend. Peter Heider from Erlangen and Florian Seibert from Nuremberg are among the most prominent exponents of the so-called downbeat genre. Their beats are slow and they go about their work very painstakingly. They have previously remixed Richard Dorfmeister of Kruder und Dorfmeister and the great American rapper Common. Their fifth album in 25 years is just out and it's the very first album to be released on their own label Pilotton, which gives them more freedom. Plus, they've lined up a renowned worldwide distributor, namely Rough Trade. The new record is called Finistère, after the French département in Brittany that sticks farthest out into the Atlantic. The Romans called the northwesternmost tip of France Finistère, in other words, end of the world. But in Breton, it's called Pen Arbed, which means beginning of the world. So Buzu Bayou's new album begins with a song entitled Penar Bed and ends with a track Finisterre. The music is therefore framed by the beginning and end of the world. Here's what Florian Seibert has to say about the making of. Also ein wirkliches Konzept gibt's am Anfang eigentlich nie. Das We never start out with a real concept. It's something that evolves once an atmosphere has taken hold. It arises quite organically out of our ongoing work, out of the newly added tracks. It's not something we've thoroughly vetted from the start. Funny thing is, we've been doing this together for a long time, and it always works out fine. We keep an open mind and take things as they come. We take our time, on average, five years per album. And because that's such a long interval, something always changes, something's always different. A new studio location, new people in our private lives, pets die, musicians die, and people start taking more of an interest in their music as a result. The changes from one record to the next are multifaceted. And then there's what's going down out there in the world of politics. But our sound has a basic aesthetic core. Music is a retreat where we feel at home. We're definitely a studio project. We've tried performing live a few times, but our real home is the studio. And somehow, we've always got lucky. There were lulls in 2009 and 2012, 2013, when we were only earning peanuts and had to look for jobs. We didn't really bother about streaming back then, but the payouts were always okay for us. When we started making music in the late 90s, that was not an issue. But we do have loyal fans online, and now that streaming has become increasingly established, there's no denying that our stats have bumped up too. That was Florian Seibert of Buzu Bayou, who have over 600,000 monthly listeners on Spotify alone. What other German indie project has such a big online following? Nortwist and Tocotronic, in comparison, have only a little over 100,000 each. The explanation is that Buzu Bayou are on playlists, too. Flo's partner, Peter Heider, has developed a project of his own called Buzu Bayou Modelist 
to supply tracks to streaming services for instrumental playlists, with names like Chill Lo-Fi Beats. Two of Peter's solo pieces are also on their joint album, by the way. There's an art to making music like this that's so tied up in the moment that oftentimes we're just waiting for the next note. The songs are so slowed down, it seems like they're liable to topple over any time. Come to think of it, listening to Finisterre might be prescribed by health insurers someday for its healing powers. Our next featured duo really let go too. Likewise, without an overarching concept. They're also from the South, but they moved away, from Regensburg to Berlin. The Teichmann brothers made their new record with their father, who lives in the Upper Palatinate, and who has previously performed with them in India and Mexico. Here's a tune of the new album by Teichmann and Sons.
That was Teichman and Sons with Old Banger, a reference to the rickety old cars the Teichman family used to drive. The song is off their new album, which is called Flows. Teichman and Sons are Uli Teichman and his sons Andy and Hannes. The brothers started out in punk and techno and moved on to free electronic music, which has now been infused and enriched with jazz. Their father, Uli, brought jazz to Regensburg 50 years ago to his jazz and improv clubs. Uli and his boys have been playing together for a long time now, especially since the death in 2016 of Lou Teichmann-Schneider, Uli's wife and the mother of his sons. Now they've put out an album together, Flows. Speaking of flowing, the album artwork features motifs of the river flowing through the city. Regensburg is the biggest German city on the Danube. Musically speaking, the instrumental tracks flow between electronic and jazz, between synths and saxophone, between beats and experimentation. Andy Teichmann recounts the making of. Wir sind quasi eine Musikerfamilie. Unser Papa Uli kommt aus der Jazz und Improv Szene. We're a musical family. Our father Uli was active in Munich in the 1970s. In the 80s, our parents ran a jazz club in Kneiting near Regensburg. Free jazz, improv, and avant-garde musicians from all over the world came to the club. That's how Hannes and I came into contact with musicians at a very early age. But it was a long time before we really made any music with Papa. We're curious enough nowadays to play with other people, and we've got electronic equipment to interact live with other musicians on stage. How did the record come about? That's a funny story. Twelve years ago, we were in an experimental music club in Berlin with our papa, Uli. The club manager was awfully surprised that we'd never played together before. He checked his calendar for the next available date and said, now you've got a gig. You can tell there was no pressure. We played in the Berlin studio, taped it, then selected and edited the recordings 12 years later. Free improvisation is what ties the whole record together. To me, what's special about the Teichmann & Sons record is that it's more experimental than our last records as the Teichmann brothers. But it's also more pop, because Uli, with his great instrumental lines and melodic arcs, provided a great framework for our far more experimental substructure. It's music that could be played at any cafe or on any beach in the world without getting on anyone's nerves. That was Hannes Teichmann, the younger Teichmann brother, on their first father and son's album, Flows. Fifty years ago, their father had already brought non-European musicians to Germany, all the way from China, India and Bolivia, for example. Uli says he gets a big kick out of playing with his sons. I also used to play 12-tone music and freer atonal stuff, a lot of incidental music for theatre and readings. Yes, I really enjoy being able to make such good music with my kids. How many parents can say the same? That was Uli Teichmann on what's special about recording an album with his two sons at the age of 80. Let's linger in Berlin for a musician who doesn't have only one musician dad, but two. Here's Kiki Bohemia. I keep on waking from strange dreams 
Just mama, dang, it's Just mama, dang, it's 
She took her time putting together this new solo album. After a 15-year break, Kiki Bohemia is back solo. We've just heard her piece called Mundane, which is in the tradition of the defiant pop song, as she puts it. The persona in this song is so liberated from everything mundane that she's invulnerable. Nothing can get at her. Kiki Bohemian's real name is Carla Wenzel and she has a very special East and West German family history. She grew up in not just one, but two musical families, and in two different Germanys. My father and stepfather are both singer-songwriters. My stepfather is Eric Schmeckenbecker, who was part of the band Hansel. I lived with him from the age of 7 to 17. He still has a house and studio in the Swabian Alps. My room was above that studio, more precisely, right above the drum booth. I thought it was really nice, having stuff going on there day and night. That didn't bother me. That's how I learned early on about the various processes involved in making an album and that emotions can run high in the studio. I learned about the struggles involved in finding your way. I also found it exciting that you had to buy new equipment all the time and try it out. My stepfather used to recreate my favorite songs at the time in the studio and I got to sing them on the recording. My biological father is Hans Eckhart Wenzel, an East German singer-songwriter. I used to sing backing vocals for him in the studio, even as a teenager, which was wonderful too. To this day, I notice that working in the studio is one of the safest terrains for me. I also toured with Wenzel later on, as well as with Arlo Guthrie. My father translated songs for his father, Woody Guthrie, into German. I played keyboard and sang backing vocals for Arlo. Naturally, that sort of thing gives you a real leg up in life. I'm extremely grateful for all that. It's a great gift. Da bin ich extrem dankbar für. Das ist ein ganz großes Geschenk auf jeden Fall. Even a folk hero like Arlo Guthrie has to play his three big hits and sign his fans' old LPs at the end of the day, says Kiki Bohemia. This pedigree is both a burden and a boon. On the one hand, she has tried to get as far away as possible from her family's musical legacy. On the other hand, her two fathers provide Kiki with a reality check by showing Kiki early on how much work is involved in making music, which has been a big help in her various projects, 
whether it's incidental music for the Berliner Ensemble or Maxim Gorky Theatre, touring with Billy Bragg or making her own records. She's also known in Berlin as part of Milena Song and Triologos, as well as Sikaman, with whom Kiki also composes for radio plays and films, such as the soundtrack to Bar 25, Days Out of Time, a documentary film about a Berlin techno club. Kiki's album swings back and forth between noise pop, dark gothic sounds and whisper folk music. It was recorded using a prehistoric synth, a drum computer and cello, among other instruments. The album is called Those Are Not Songs, because that's the first line of the first song she wrote for the album. Also, because it wasn't clear from the get-go whether the album would be more on the experimental side or a set of actual songs with vocals. And lastly, Those Are Not Songs is an allusion to Ceci n'est pas une pipe, or This Is Not a Pipe, the famous line René Marguerite put under his 1929 painting of a pipe entitled The Treachery of Images. But one can't help wondering... If Kiki's songs aren't songs, then what are? In any case, after 15 years, Kiki Bohemia is back at last. And our next act were gone for 25 years. Here's Ostzonen Suppenwürfel machen Krebs from Hamburg. Wir kommen zusammen. Wir stehen nicht nur rum. Wir freuen uns zu glauben, wir sehen und wir sind von Haus aus allein, von Wegen verschieden und was wir nicht mögen. Sonderlich, sondern zufällig, ganz gewiss. 
That was von Haus aus allein by Ostzonen Suppenwürfel machen Krebs. Markus Acher of the No Twist thinks it's one of the all-time best songs in German. Suppenwürfel are a band from the early days of the Hamburg School, and they're now turning 30. Speaking of the Hamburg School, there's a multi-part podcast out now on ARD Audiothek called This Band is Tocotronic. Tocotronic, alongside Blumfeld and Die Sterner, are among the best-known exponents of the famed Hamburg School. And it certainly sounds like songs by Suppenwürfel must have rubbed off on the writing, vocals and phrasing of Tocotronic frontman Dick von Lotzo, on his circuitous way of saying things, his cryptic lyrics. The band's name, Ostonen Suppenwürfel machen Krebs, means stock cubes from the eastern sector, in other words from East Germany, cause cancer. This is a headline from a 1950s tabloid warning against East German bouillon cubes that had made it onto the shelves of West German supermarkets too. Listening to the re-released compilation today, 25 or 30 years on, it's amazing how groundbreaking the band were. Their recent 10-day tour drew crowds of up to 400 people a night and drove home to the band how much has changed since the 1990s, as bassist Torsten Wessel recounts. Ich stelle fest oder ich habe den Eindruck, dass wir als Band heute I realize we're a more unusual band today than we used to be. Partly owing to our unconventional songwriting. We'd explore, tinker around and try stuff out in order to come up with things that sound good and which just might end up working like a song. We didn't use computers either. They weren't around yet. And we wouldn't have been interested in or capable of using computers anyway. Nowadays, lots of musicians use computers creatively and are actually trained in writing reasonably structured songs. Back in the day, we were looking for other approaches in the spirit of post punk. That's unusual nowadays. For better or for worse, I really can't say. That was Thorsten Wessel of Ostzonen Suppenwürfel machen Capes talking about his band's comeback. It remains to be seen whether the stock cubes will be going back into their Hamburg studio to record some more songs. Our fifth and last band on this podcast have a base in Hamburg, but most of them live in Leipzig. Hotel Rimini is the name of a new band around Paul Pitch, who's known to fans from his previous project, Trümmer. Pitch put together this six-piece band gradually with the help of singer Julius Foster, who drummed up friends and even relatives of the project, culminating in their debut album Allein unter Möbel, which means Alone Among Furniture. Hotel Rimini have classical, jazz and indie backgrounds, and as the German weekly Die Zeit puts it, they make, quote, elegiac chanson pop with strings and horns, a bit like Element of Crime, but with lyrics for the Tinder generation, unquote. Here are three band members, Paul Jakob Dinkelacker, Julius Foster and Paul Pütsch talking about their new album. Für mich beschreibt Allein unter Möbeln die Angst vorm Alleine sein. To me, Alone Among Furniture describes the fear of being alone. I want to be a piece of furniture in my dark flat, so I won't be alone among the furniture, but part of it. The album format is becoming less and less salient. Lots of people are simply oblivious to albums nowadays. But it's a great opportunity to develop greater artistic freedom and fully explore the album format's potential for beauty. That was something that really appealed to us. 
das hatte uns wiederum sehr gereizt. Also ich mag sehr gerne an Hotel Rimini, dass wir uns gegenseitig zuhören in den Proben. What I really like about Hotel Rimini is that we listen to one another during rehearsals. I don't just mean we listen to each other's instruments and give each other space, but also that we listen to each other's suggestions. In my previous bands, there was a lot of heated arguing and not much music making. And in my very first band, the guitarist said, if we play this passage in F major, I'm quitting. We've never had to deal with that sort of thing before in Hotel Rimini. That was Paul Jakob Dinkelacker, Julius Foster und Paul Pötsch, three members of Hotel Rimini, talking about the making of their new album. Now we can't help wondering whether the band will be coming up against the key of F major in an unusual passage any time soon, and how long they'll last after that. So much for December. And so much for 2023. This has been the last edition of the Goethe Institute and Zündfunk Bayern 2's podcast for the year. We'll be back in 2024. Meantime, this is doggone Dave Creeden wishing you all a happy new year. On behalf of Angie Portman, Gazele Ebrahimi, Ralph Summer, and myself. And on that note, here's Hotel Rimini with a number called Jubel, Trubel, Eitelkeit. In other words, Rejoicings, embraces, vanity. Sagst du wärst kein Tischer, da weiß man, was man macht. Ironisch läuft Helene Fischer, atemlos durch unsere Nacht. Und wir reden über Serien und hätten gerne Ferien. Nach Athen musst du gehen. Jubel, Trubel, Eitelkeit, jeder sein Planet. Es lebe die Befindlichkeit und Authentizität Und jeder weiß es besser, doch keiner so genau Bei zwei Tassen Espresso ziehen wir uns durch den Kakao Und wir reden über Migration, Donner und Menstruation Und aneinander vorbei Jubel, Trubel, Eitelkeit, jeder sein Planet es lebe die Befindlichkeit und Authentizität Jubel, Trubel, Eitelkeit, jeder ist ein Planet Es lebe die Befindlichkeit und Authentizität Wir haben nichts zu sagen und spucken viel beim Reden uns um Kopf und Kragen, um künstlich zu erregen. Wir werden es schaffen. Menschheit wird überleben. Trubel, Eitelkeit, jeder sein Planet. Es lebe die Befindlichkeit und Authentizität. Trubel, Trubel, Eitelkeit, jeder sein Planet. Es lebe die Befindlichkeit und Authentizität.